KTSA Newsflash. Border Patrol's latest figures say agents will soon encounter more illegal immigration than they have in more than 20 years. Illegal border crossings have been on the rise since April 2020 when there was a lull because of the pandemic. Border Patrol agents have reportedly encountered at least 100,000 illegal immigrants on the country's southwest border for each of the last seven months. In July, the count topped 213,000, a number not seen since March 2000. Only a small fraction of Haitians who showed up at the Texas border are being deported. Republican Congressman Tony Gonzalez says that claim will be a magnet to attract more migrants. Once these folks get processed and are given a court date, you know, years out, they let their friends and family know what occurred. He took part in an emergency meeting today with leaders of Panama, which is being overrun by Haitian migrants coming from South America. Congressman Gonzalez says the only way to stop it is to add more immigration judges to the border so claims for asylum can be quickly heard. Several thousand of the mostly Haitian refugees from Del Rio are in Laredo and El Paso. Laredo Mayor Pete Sines said yesterday busloads of mostly Haitian refugees began arriving from Del Rio to Laredo last Friday and daily since then. 2,000 have been or are being processed in a 100,000-square-foot tent site recently set up by Customs and Border Protection a few miles outside of Laredo. In the same time frame, Homeland Security has dropped off over 1,200 Del Rio asylum-seeking refugees at El Paso's Annunciation House nonprofit homeless and immigrant shelter. Since September 1st, abortion providers across the South and the West have seen their schedules fill up weeks in advance. In the four weeks since Texas began banning abortions at about six weeks, the University of New Mexico Center for Reproductive Health has seen a doubling of abortion patients. A clinic in Oklahoma has had to deny abortions to some women because it's simply booked up. We know what it means for people to be turned away from this service. Rebecca Tong of the Trust Women Clinic in Oklahoma City. It changes the direction and course of their life. The Justice Department's request for a restraining order against the Texas law faces a hearing on October 1st. That's correspondent Jim Ryan. The Biden administration is moving to preserve DACA after a federal court ruling in Texas. DACA protects dreamers, those who were brought into the U.S. illegally as children. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas released a statement saying the administration will create a new federal rule aimed at preserving the policy. He also called on Congress to pass a bill giving dreamers permanent protection. The Texas court had ruled that DACA is unlawful. That's correspondent Mark Mayfield. A statewide election on November 2nd will lack any candidates for statewide office. Instead, the election will focus on eight amendments to the state constitution, dealing with issues ranging from taxes to judicial eligibility to religious freedom. The last day to register to vote is October 4th. The last day to apply for mail-in ballots is October 22nd. Early voting in the state starts on October 18th and ends on the 29th. Six people, including interim ERCOT CEO Brad Jones, are being appointed to the Texas Energy Reliability Council. Governor Greg Abbott announced the appointments today, which include HEB Fuel and Energy Vice President George Pressis and Occidental Energy Ventures Assistant VP for Power Melissa Trevino. Dow Inc. Global Business Director for Energy and Climate Change Edward Stones and Valero Senior Counsel Nate Murphy are also on the list. The council was created in response to the power outages from last February's winter storms. There is mounting pressure on energy regulators in Texas. Peter Lake, who heads the Public Utility Commission, told a legislative committee today that for the first time they're buying reserves based on real-time data. They're going to be challenging weather conditions, potential loss of transmission, drought conditions. They're adjusting how big that margin of safety is to account for real-time conditions, which is an incredibly important change. 
But there are continued concerns about the weatherization of the state's power plants. The winter storm left millions in the dark. Lake says inspections start in December, and there are fines if the power companies do not comply. Polls are open until 7 p.m. in parts of Bear County for the special election, replacing former 118th District Representative Leo Pacheco. Five candidates are looking to replace the San Antonio Democrat who is now working at San Antonio College. Democrats Katie Farias, Desi Martinez, and Frank Ramirez are on the ballot. Former Republican State Representative John Lujan, who briefly represented the district in 2016 and 2017, is also running along with GOP Adam Salyer. Tesla and Papa's Restaurants are the defendants in a lawsuit over a traffic accident that injured five police officers near Houston. In February, a Tesla Model X with its autopilot engaged ran into officers who were conducting a traffic stop. All five were badly injured. The lawsuit claims Tesla knew about the problems with the autopilot system that led to the accident but failed to correct them. The lawsuit also claims the driver of the Tesla had been overserved alcohol at a Papacitos Cantina before the accident. Nearly two dozen scam artists, mostly from Texas, are in hot water for a series of fraud schemes, including romance scams and investment fraud. The indictment was just unsealed and claims they all worked together, sharing information and laundering some $17 million in cash. Federal investigators in Texas say there were more than 100 victims from around the world, and most were elderly. They used online dating sites to search for their prey. If convicted, they face up to 20 years in federal prison. Police are investigating the death of a pedestrian who was hit by a car in downtown San Antonio Monday night. The accident happened about 9 p.m. near College Street and Houston Street. Officers say a black Dodge Charger sped away from the scene after. The victim was taken to the San Antonio Military Medical Center, where he later died. His name has not been released. The musicians of the San Antonio Symphony are now on strike for the first time since 1985. The musicians rejected an offer from the San Antonio Symphony Society to reduce the orchestra from 72 full-time musicians to 42 and eliminate four vacant seats. Another 26 musicians based on seniority would perform as needed at a rate of $125 for a minimum of 90 rehearsals or performances. These 26 performers would also lose health care benefits. The musicians had accepted an 80% pay cut for the pandemic-shortened 2021 season. CPS Energy is expected to announce a rate increase, which it estimates would be about 10 percent. The city-owned electric and gas utility hasn't raised its rates for about eight years. CEO Paula Gold-Williams said Monday that unpaid customer bills, investment in infrastructure, and a billion dollars in expenses related to the February winter storm are making a rate hike more likely. An increase would need to be approved by the CPS Energy Board of Trustees and the San Antonio City Council. It would likely take effect next spring. Metro Health officials are reporting 309,457 cases of coronavirus in Bear County. That total includes 483 cases that were reported Monday. Officials reported one new death, raising the county's death toll to 4,325. The number of patients hospitalized is now 710. More than 293,000 patients have recovered. Local judges are preparing for jury trials to resume next Monday. The summertime surge in coronavirus cases has had the courts closed to in-person trials since early August. Administrative Judge Ron Ranghell recently gave the go-ahead for trials to restart as pandemic numbers improve. The mask mandate is still in place for people entering the building and sitting in the gallery. An assortment of corn mazes is scheduled to open Saturday at Traders Village in San Antonio. There are three mazes on 10 acres, with one designed specially for little kids that's less than a half a mile long. The attraction will be open every weekend in October and November on South Loop 410 at Old Persall Road. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street now stocks tanks as investors react to a surge in government bond yields. The Dow plunged 570 points. 
The S&P 500 gave up 90 for its biggest drop since May, and the Nasdaq closed down 423 points. The main action was in the bond market as investors reassess if prices for many stocks are getting too high. Consumer confidence declined for the third month in a row amid ongoing worries about the rapidly spreading Delta variant of COVID-19. The conference board says its Consumer Confidence Index fell to 109.3 this month. Spending on big-ticket items like homes, autos, and major appliances dropped. Concerns about inflation are also dampening consumer sentiment. While home sales may be starting to slow, prices are still on the rise, up nearly 20% from a year ago. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Index says it's the biggest gain on record dating back to 2000. Daria Albinger, ABC News. ATSA AccuWeather. Cloudy and humid tonight with an evening thunderstorm in a few areas and a low 73. Rather cloudy skies for tomorrow with a few showers and a thunderstorm with a high 88. I'm Gregory Patrick with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.